Hey everyone, my name is Joe, and you are listening to One Word of Advice. This episode, I sit with Amanda, a friend and fellow podcaster, to hear about her journey to podcasting, practicing gratitude and law of attraction, as well as what rejection has taught her over the past year. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of One Word of Advice. Today I have Amanda with me. She's a fellow trainee from um, the internship actually that is about to end in one week time. And she's also a fellow podcaster. So would you like to elaborate more on what I've just said about you? (laughs) Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, Hi everyone, I'm Amanda. And yes, um, I knew Joanna through this training. And it's ending in just two weeks' time, and it's been a great nine months, you know, riding this journey together, and we've learned so much. And I only found out that, you know, you are uh-huh. um, doing podcasts as well, I think halfway. Um, <laughs> and, and it also inspired me to like, oh, just to kickstart the uh, podcast that I have mm. as well. And my podcast is called Tissue Talks. It's mainly about personal growth and it, that includes career, emotional growth as mm. well. And really revolve around daily kind of challenges or issues mm. that I think uh, most people can relate to. When you said that it was halfway through and you realized that both of us did podcast, right? Yeah. I realized I'm not sure if it's kind of like an Asian mentality or is it just our personality that we don't usually go around selling ourselves or like yeah. telling people like, hey, I'm actually doing this. Would you like to support it? But I realized that it's actually um kind of a skill that we need to have. Yeah. Especially the more when I talk to people these days and you're like, you should tell more people about it. How else are you going to kind of like promote your podcast? But to me, it's like, it's just a hobby. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So I've been, you know, I'm doing the podcast with my friend, mm-hmm. right? So I've been telling him like, hey, you know, we should just share on our social media with our friends and family yeah. that we are doing a podcast. And then he's like, mm, maybe we wait a little longer and all that. Mm-hmm. So I actually shared this maybe two months ago on mm-hmm. my social media and just telling everyone that, you know, hey, I'm actually doing this podcast and mm-hmm. um, the reason for me doing that and the purpose as well, right? And actually, everyone is quite curious and they're quite supportive as well. So I think we have that. I don't know. For me, at least, sometimes we have that limiting beliefs that, you know, um, we can do something mm-hmm. and we, we should you know shout out to everyone um mm. but i'm not sure is it like is it confidence issue or what that we end up not telling people and just keeping it to ourselves what we are mm-hmm. doing something there just that we don't tell everyone like what you say i think maybe like just what your mm. friend has said like maybe you want to have something to show first yeah rather than from the start it's like still so very scrappy and yep. um, there's not much listeners and you're still on the mode of like constantly changing things i think this is something that i've been thinking about recently when i talk to people about my podcast i always say that you know it's still work in progress and it's something that I've been still trying to shift um, depending on the content and all that is something that I've been trying to fine tune Mm -hmm. and I think after a while I'm just like why can't I take pride in the work that I'm doing currently like why do I have to always say like it's not there yet but I will get there you know yeah Yeah. I agree like I think you're doing great job (laughs) like honestly to interview like for your podcast you have interviewed so many different uh, people that are very inspiring as well Mm -hmm. and yourself sharing the story 
So it, it's a lot of hard work behind a lot of thoughts uh, that you put mm. into this thing. And yeah, you should just tell everyone and be proud about it because it's so easy to have an idea, mm-hmm. but it's also very hard to execute it. Mm. But you did it. You oh. got what I mean? <laughs> it's <laughs> encouragement yeah. from fellow podcasters. Yes. <laughs> no, but when we talk about tissue talks, right? Mm. I listened to your episodes. I loved it. It's something that everyone goes through mm. at different points of their life. Yeah. And it's also kind of like debatable in terms of maybe values, opinions, right? In, in terms of maybe materialistic needs and also something that's maybe intangible. How did the idea come about and how do you balance all this content? Uh, I think it's an ongoing discussion with my mm-hmm. friend on, you know, we always debate and discuss about you know our challenges what we observe um, in our Mm. daily lives and it's constantly like growing in terms of our thoughts and we change Mm. as well and we try to improve for the better Mm. in a way so i think the topics really we speak from experience in a sense is something we went through and what we learned and we want to share it out because just so people that may experience the same issue they can actually, you know, have a think about it. If there's mm. something that they could take advice from or they could take learnings from or something to just spark a thought and think about. Mm. Yeah, so like what you say, you know, there's an episode where we talk about like intangible goods, yeah. about materialistic stuff, right? I mean, it's a phase that I believe most people can relate. When we started working after we graduate and, you know, of course, we start earning and everything and then we want to reward ourselves, right? So we look into buying things for ourselves. Mm. And... After that, we've gone through that phase. Probably we go to, you know, family planning or maybe, you know, to start a business or just, you know, to not spend on that goods anymore. Maybe it just doesn't have any meaning at that point of time mm-hmm. uh, when you reach a certain phase in life. So I think it's just something that we can share with people like it's okay to go through all this mm-hmm. because it's just part of life, right? Mm-hmm. But what we can learn from it and how we can we grow from that. So I think it's just sharing Basically, things that maybe people don't even want to talk about. Like, for me, like, I may not share all these topics with certain friends, certain group of friends, but there are certain people like, you know, you and me, we can resonate on certain topics. And and yeah, I think it's really nice to just share our thoughts and we learn from each other as well. Mm -hmm. Latching on to the point where Mm. you were talking about how there's a phase that everyone goes through Mm. and then maybe at a certain point of time, there's family planning and Mm. all that. So... You know, people always say like life is not like a linear path, right? Mm. But it tends to kind of be in that structure the mm. more you live life without thinking. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about that? Or how do you feel about having to take certain curves and certain detours to find something different? Um, I think, I don't know, for me personally, when you reach certain point of life, there are things that you outgrow. Right. Mm. Just a very simple um, example of, you know, you may have a group of friends that you have been, you know, spending time together. Mm. And at a certain point of life, you feel like you kind of outgrow each other. Mm. And probably even conversations, values, you might not share any similarity and you kind of like move on from there. Mm. I don't know how to tell you exactly how it is, how it changed, but... I don't know, is it an, a feeling or is it a sign or something that sometimes you mm. just know that, oh, you know, um, it's time to move on um, mm. and do something else, for example, or 
you know, have a different community. Yeah, so even Korea as well, right? When you, for example, you spend certain time in this company, mm. and there are certain points where you feel like, hey, uh, am I growing? Maybe I need to move on. Mm. So it's just, I don't know, is it your instinct that tells you that, you know, it's time to move on mm. from something? And so, yeah, it, it's just the growth that you experience. But it's hard to tell you exactly why you need to do that. But there <laughs> must be certain signs that signal to you like, oh, hey, you know, mm. it's time to move on and just grow. Mm. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know how to explain <laughs> to you, but but yeah, it's, it's just sometimes it's the feeling that mm. I have. And there are clear signs around you that mm. show that. I think within that, right, the mm. overarching theme is always like, the idea of being able to let go mm. and also being comfortable with letting go. Mm. But were you always like that? Like, um, were you able to always being able to let go or was there a period of time that mm. you latched onto something a lot but you kind of like, through experience, you became the person that you were now? Um, letting go is not the easiest thing for me mm-hmm. because I am quite an emotional person. Relationship especially to me, right? Where the friends mm-hmm. or, you know, partners, family are always very important to me. So talking about relationship wise, for example, it's not easy for me to let go. Mm-hmm. But I think I think I learned probably a lot when I was reading especially. Mm-hmm. So reading books, understanding more philosophy, uh, philosophical kind of books and all that, right? Mm. I learned a lot about letting go. <laughs> yeah, because there's no point latching on something, onto something, uh, mm. because it's just um, the way of life, right? If it happens, it happens. It's meant to happen, then it's meant to happen. Mm. So this is something that I always and keep on reminding myself mm. like there's no point latching on something if it's not meant for you mm. um, it could be anything right it could be an opportunity it could be a relationship it could be yeah, even something you possess for example mm. I think just having that mindset it's hard to let go but if mm. you keep reminding yourself and have a mindset shift every time you chance upon this challenge right mm. I think it will be helpful mm. yeah I think it's a very abstract concept, Mm, especially um, take for me for instance, right? Sometimes I'm not sure if whether I really let go Mm. or is it because I couldn't get it. So Mm. I told myself that it's not important, you know. Mm. In Chinese, there's this term called 吃不到葡萄说葡萄酸, you know. Like you you can't eat the grapes, then you say like, oh, it must be sour. Like I don't have to have it. So I think like for different people, there are different things that really matter to them and it's like hard to let go mm. for me yeah number one it's relationships of yeah. course um i feel very deeply and for me it's like i want to try and not to give up yeah for that but for work most of the time i'm like i mean if i don't get this job it's fine mm. i always find something else yeah but the thing is like sometimes you have put so much energy into yeah. even getting to that stage of interviews and going through interviews after interviews yeah and sometimes i feel a bit salty <laughs> you know what i mean like wow i did everything and i didn't get it and now yeah. i'm like yeah it's fine um i'll find something else but inside i'm like what the heck <laughs> yeah agree. yeah um i mean I think I always believe this and 
whether you know you try to、uh-huh. like you know unweigh 自己 right like、yeah. like like you know like it's okay maybe it's just not very good opportunity、mm. anyways right but I always believe and tell myself whether I'm trying to cycle myself or whatever right、yeah. I would say like oh you know I believe God always has. A good plan for、mm. any one of us. Maybe this opportunity I miss is because it's not the best for me.、Mm. It's maybe the best for someone else, right?、Mm. So I believe there's always a better opportunity out there、mm. for me that's suited for me, right? So I think it's the having the faith that things will go well.、Mm. Uh, with this mindset, I think you will feel better.、Mm. And it's also like sending the positive energy, <laughs> you know, like like, like <laughs> things will be better, and and just. I feel better after that as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's just continuously reminding yourself that you know you will just have better opportunity、mm. out there and be positive. Yeah.、Mm. Speaking about、mm. that, right?、Mm. It's also something that we have been speaking a lot about、yeah. recently, especially when it comes to opportunities, which、yeah. is law of attraction. Yeah. And it's something that I think even before we started the traineeship, it's something that you have been bringing、mm. it up for. A couple of times, yeah. So that's something that you really, really believe in, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, actually, you know, I I enjoy reading like books about positive energy and、mm-hmm. how it actually attracts、mm-hmm. um positive things in your life, and then that is law of attraction, right? So I think I shared with you this story before、mm-hmm. when I graduated and well, I started a job in advertising firm,、yeah. and then I thought like the pay is super super low. And I was like, no, this is not working for me. And I jump into car sales, which is something like, wow, who wants to sell cars, right? <laughs> like I don't even like cars. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, I spent two years in sales, and I really realized the power of, of law attraction when I was in there. And that was this one point of time I was reading this book called The Magic. It's actually by the author of The Secret as well. You may、mm. have heard of it. Yeah, it's a very famous book. And then. It has this like thirty days exercise where you go through daily kind of practice for law of attraction.、Mm. So I just follow through thirty days. So there was one time I was, you know, I, I want to go a trip to Taiwan, and then I said like this month I want to earn this amount of money, and I just follow the whole practice, right? And then you know at the end of the month I realized I really achieved the amount of money. Exactly on, at, you know, exact amount, which、wow. I'm super super surprised. So I realized that you know the whole story of law of attraction is actually being grateful for what you have.、Mm. Yeah. So every day I will, you know, say out ten things that I'm grateful for. So it could be like, hey, I'm grateful for you know having this house. I'm happy, you know, and blessed with you know the food that I have、mm. every day, right? And you know, I'm thankful for my friends, my family. So it's just the power of being grateful,、mm. and then better things will come. So it kind of taught me something about a lot of things in life. We we feel like oh we are lacking, and you know we want this, and things could be better or whatever,、mm. right? Like we always want the better. But we forget to be thankful of the present,、mm. of what we have around us. So it's just part of you know how mindful you are, how appreciative you are with the things you have.、Mm. So I think you know apart from the whole law of attraction thing is how grateful you are at this point in time.、Mm. Um, yeah, I I think it's a very good practice for. Any of us,、mm. yeah. I think that's something interesting to think about,、mm. especially you know we both have been 
pretty interested in astrology or like tarot yeah. cards, right? And there's this card that I really like in tarot, which is I can't remember. I think it's the Five of Cups. Mm. It depicts a picture of two people. Mm. They are crying over two cups that are being spilled. But the thing is, there's three cups still behind them, which is standing upright and filled. Mm-hmm. But they don't see it because they are looking at the two cups that spilled. Yeah. And sometimes when the card comes up, oftentimes it's really about how we only look at what we have lost, mm. but we forget that we still have things that are still with us or yeah. that... If you were to turn behind, there's actually another opportunity. Mm. But we don't see it mm-hmm. because our view is kind of obstructed, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think that goes the same with what you're talking about in terms of what to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, totally agree. Another thing I'd like to point out is, you know, sometimes, you know, looking at, you know, the card that you mm. mentioned, is that card the card we want? Mm. Or is it because we see you know, other people having it and we want it. And if we don't get Mm. it, then we feel like, oh, you know, why didn't I get it? But maybe the cup at the back is something that that suits Mm. me and it's something that I want as well. So I think it's just like, sometimes really understanding, you know, what you actually want Mm. deep inside versus, um, you know, on the outside. It's just sometimes comparison, right? Mm. So I think, um, yeah, this is something that you know, sometimes we, we kind of lost ourselves and we don't mm. know what we actually want. So, Super true. I mean, we yeah. just went through that, right? Yeah. Um, so many of us were like so into getting a job in, you know, one of the big four tech companies mm-hmm. that we realized that sometimes we don't really need to be in that circle mm-hmm. um, to think of, to think like people in the circle. Yeah. You can still be these people, but working in different industries outside but Mm. it's hard to see that when you're immersed in that situation itself Mm. and everybody is like doing the same thing and you realize am i losing out on not doing the same thing Mm -hmm. yeah 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 agree agree and and because of that like i don't know whether i mentioned it to you before i think i did that I thought it was nice to kind of like do a mental mm. detox, you know. Mm. One of my friends, they actually went to Nepal oh. and he had no phone for like, I think two weeks or so mm-hmm. and they couldn't even talk. So every day is just wake up, meditation and you eat in silence. You look at the, the people <laughs> beside you but you don't, you, you're not allowed to talk to them. You're not yeah. allowed to do anything. Yeah. And I realized like, oh my God, that's so difficult. Like, I'm okay with not using my phone but I cannot not talk. Mm, <laughs> or like okay. if I talk to myself is that counted as talking <laughs> yeah everything right. I mean a- a- any individuals I think we talk to ourselves every every single day just with mm. our I mean we, in our mind like, you know we have conversations mm. and all that so that is considered talking as well <laughs> but, but yeah I understand like there's no um, interaction with any other people yeah I yeah. think that's like humans right we mm. crave for social interaction even yeah those who are like introverts and we like to stay alone, we kind of like talk on the net mm-hmm. and that's counted as interaction too. But yeah. I, I remember you did like some sort of detox before yeah. for like 12 days, I think. Yeah, yeah. So it's a 12 days meditation. It's actually called Vipassana and then it's, it's something that, you know, uh, is available at a lot of countries. Mm-hmm. So I actually been to the one in Malaysia um, that is right before COVID. Yeah. Probably mm-hmm. a year before COVID. Yeah. And Honestly, the thought of not having your phone, mm-hmm. it's really challenging for me because I use quite a bit of social media. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I chat a lot on WhatsApp, right, with friends. Um, 
Yeah, so it was like, the first thought was like, huh, no phone, like, no way, right? Secondly <laughs> is, I only know about the no interaction when I was inside, which I was like, seriously, not like having interaction, not even eye contact oh, at really? all. Yeah, so you can't really look at the other person. Oh, so you stare at your feet. In a way, you kind of like avoid that interaction, <laughs> that, that, that eye contact, and then you kind of, you know, eat alone and all mm. that, right? Which is, I mean, it's okay. You still have a lot of companions, just that you just can't talk to each other. Mm. But I think I have the mindset of like challenging myself. I was like, is it that hard? Maybe I should try. Mm. Yeah. So my husband actually went half a year before me. He spoke about the great experience he had inside, and I was like, "Oh, that's great! It's time for me to go." So I like, <laughs> I'm just gonna challenge myself, right? Mm. And honestly, it's hard not having a phone, and it's difficult as well. You know, every day we do just you know meditation throughout. Like we wake up at four a.m. Then we uh, spend an hour meditating. We go for breakfast in the morning. Um, the food was great. It's actually all vegetarian food, but it's really, really nice. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we go back to the hall, which we have about 100 people in the mm-hmm. hall, right? Um, and we meditate again for another hour. And then we just, you know, have another break and then go back mm-hmm. meditation throughout the day. So it was really tough because minimum you have to spend an hour meditating, sitting on the floor, cross leg, not opening your eyes at all for one hour. Mm. It's really, really tough. But I think, uh, you know, as the days go by and then you kind of like grabs the whole meditation, the idea behind it and technique, right? And then it's actually okay. Mm. And honestly, the result was after 12 days, I feel super light without phone. Like, I, I feel almost like I don't need a phone and I don't instantly, like, you know, check my message and, you know, text mm. everyone and get back to the usual um, habits, right? Mm. I actually kind of like, it's okay without a phone. <laughs> yeah. And and I kind of, like, appreciate the interaction. Mm. Right after, you know, the 12 days, we kind of, like, speak with the people that are also meditating together and mm. I get to meet different people, right? And we actually enjoy the communication more. Like, you kind of appreciate that interaction. Mm. So, in a way, I feel the thing is, habits can be broken if you spend enough time. And also, how, you know, appreciative we are with the things we have. Like, Mm. even human interaction, some things sometimes we take granted for. But, yeah, I feel sometimes, like what you said earlier, we only know and appreciate things, you know, once we actually, you know, lost it. Mm. So it's a very good experience, actually. <laughs> so really, humans have to learn lessons the hard mm. way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, but do we have to? Uh, sometimes I think it's just yeah. reminder, uh, you know, just to appreciate things. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But I mean, just um, talking about that, is there anything about yourself that you learn about recently? Or like a revelation you had? Recently as in like just uh, you know, back just then or during meditation or... Uh, or no, like uh, recently in maybe the past year mm. or so. I think yeah. um, I learned especially, you know, throughout these few months is really uh, rejections. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like um, there's a, there are a few things. So like rejections wise, you know, Sometimes we human, we are fearful of rejection. Mm. Like we are really afraid to fail. 
and we always like I mean talking about just normal things right like job interviews right like always we are hoping that okay please let me pass mm. right so we are so fearful of rejections that sometimes we may not you know do our best just because of that fear right mm. secondly is like after being rejected right you know facing so many rejections are you going to try again mm. yeah so so these are the things that I learned is though there are rejections probably know why the, re- the rejection happened and what can you learn out of it and how can you improve from it and secondly is like even after rejection how you know determined resilient are you to constantly try again mm. and really constantly trying and knowing and having faith that there's a light at the end of the tunnel so i think rejections throughout the year actually taught me this mm. like rejection will open doors rejection will train you to be better and be mm. more resilient so i think yeah the team is really like rejection yeah no i i like that mm. i mean yeah it's hard to grapple with mm. but I think for me, it's like the more times you have failed, the more strong you are, right? Mm. Like even in school, I used to be so scared of failing exams. Yeah. But then somehow the more <laughs> I've kind of like failed, I'm like, okay, fine. Like I'll just do it again if I fail. It's like I, I came such a long way. Yeah. It doesn't matter as much. I mean, at most the marks are lower, but if there's an improvement, it's an improvement, right? Yeah. So I, I guess that's how I see it now. Yeah. yeah. Totally agree. I think, you know, everyone has a chance. Everyone has an opportunity. Mm. Yeah. It's just things happen at the, you know, right time, right place. Yeah. Yeah. That's totally right. Yeah. And I think just to close off this mm. conversation as well, what is a piece of advice that you would give to anyone listening out there? Mm-hmm. Or maybe it could also be to yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, I think always be positive in everything you do in life and see the, the good in the bad. Mm. Yeah. Because if we constantly see the bad, um, we will never ever see the good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just a very simple message. It may be challenging to practice, but always choose the good. Yeah. Mm. I mean, everyone has their strength and weakness. Um, do we want to like look into the weakness, right? Mm. Even ourselves. Do we want to look in our strength or mm. weakness? And even in our friends, in our family, always see the good because uh, you know the good will always be better. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, uh, before we end off, because you mentioned that, right? Yeah. Always choose the good. Mm. Um, just before our conversation, mm. I was speaking to another trainee and she yeah. just had this conversation with her mentor. Yeah. And her mentor said that, so a lot of us are always trying to improve on mm. what we are lacking, right? We are always mm. like, oh, what are our weaknesses? And we try to spend all our effort into making ourselves better on the parts mm. that we lack. But he was like, why don't you spend more effort into what you are good at already? Mm. Like the positive sides, the advantages that you already have. And then you hone that and become better at that. Mm. Because um, it's, it's always all about like, it's not being, you can be the jack of all trades, right? You can try to level yourself up and be a generalist at everything. Mm. But if you spend more time into doing something that you are really good at, you might become like a pro at that. Yeah. So I guess that's also something else to think about. I'm always like, you you always want to 
uh, kind of like sandpaper yourself right to yeah. become like more all-rounded yeah. but sometimes like not everybody has to be all-rounded yeah, yeah 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 so just do your part and be good at it and then you definitely will contribute you know mm. uh, for the better so yeah so that's that's really focus on the good all right so. awesome thank you so much you're welcome thank yeah. you for having me ah yes and don't forget to also listen to tissue talks with <laughs> amanda <laughs> thank you all right